How much packaging waste did you cause in the last 12 months? For me personally, it was definitely too much. Packaging is a significant waste stream. One way to reduce that is reusable packaging. Changing from linear to circular packaging touches on many steps of the customer journey. So I'm grateful that Doris, the founder of Hay Circle, talks us through the necessary changes to get started with reusable packaging. My name is Patrick Hübscher and this is Circularity FM, the podcast about understanding, building and managing circular business models. She traveled the world and worked for Lufthansa in strategy and ground service. After her two kids were born, she started thinking more about her impact on the planet. As a working parent, she orders a lot online and turned frustrated about the cardboard waste. So she became the founder of Hay Circle, a startup for reusable packaging. Welcome, Doris. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, what do you think? How many uh, deliveries did you get in your whole life so far? <gasps> oh my God, I have no idea. But um, I guess... It will be definitely a couple of hundreds, if not rather a couple of thousands. It's really, and I was never asked this. I, I tried to calculate, I think, <laughs> later on. Yeah, probably we don't want to know uh, the answer. Yes. Um, uh, how is then getting a parcel with Hay Circle? Uh, how is that different? Uh, what's the offering? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's very different because it avoids uh, cardboard waste and it avoids uh, CO2 emissions. Um, receiving it as a customer is a nice experience because it 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 has a really cool look and a nice feel. Um, it's opened uh, with a zipper um, uh, and yeah, it's a really really cool unboxing experience. The um, empty boxes can be folded, um, so it's super easy to return them. They can be returned um, by um, uh, the um, mailer box so mm. so that as well is, is super easy and it's a really nice experience um, for the customers and I think uh, the main uh, experience is really the good feeling to know that uh, one has not created additional waste and um, avoided uh, CO2 emissions that arise from the production of a new uh, cardboard box which actually are higher uh, emissions than the return of the empty parcel. Okay. And for, for the customer, it comes as a surprise or um, uh, uh, is it, uh, uh, do they choose it or does it depend? They, they choose it. So the um, uh, e-commerce retailer offer our boxes and bags in checkout as an option mm -hmm. um, to choose the sustainable uh, delivery. And if the customers choose the sustainable delivery, um, the parcels uh, um, come in, in our sustainable packaging and the boxes and bags are returned in any case. So if there's a um, return products, obviously the the boxes and bags are used, but also, as I mentioned before, um, if there's no product return, they're returned in any case because they're reusable packaging and they can be reused up to 50 times. Uh, so it's uh, necessary that the customers return um, um, the boxes and bags. And um, yeah, that's why it's a, it's a, it's a good solution um, to have the um, users choose it. So they really uh, want to return um, the parcel and then they agree as well to a deposit system to um, have even a higher return rate. 
Okay, so and the deposit is basically if someone doesn't uh, send it back, um, um, the e-commerce provider keeps the deposit or you um, keep it. We uh, usually work with a um, kind of afterward deposit system. Um, so the deposit is not collect collected upfront, but um, um, if the box is not returned, then it's charged. So it's super easy for the customers um, and it still works uh, very well, even better than an ordinary uh, deposit system. And would you also recommend um, the e-commerce shop to use uh, the box for all uh, shipments or do you recommend to have the buy-in of the customer? Uh, we recommend the buy-in because we believe that uh, reusable systems only work with deposit uh, up mm. to now at, at, at least. And if a deposit is charged, um, the customer needs to agree uh, to it. Um, that's our uh, point of view. I mean, it could be possible to have it as the only packaging, um, but uh, yeah, this could lead to a lower conversion of um, uh, in the web shop. Um, that's why uh, it's usually not a choice um, that e-commerce retailers pick. All right. Yeah. So I'm in particular interested in this uh, supply chain topic because from experience, I know sometimes it sounds easy to add <laughs> a, a new feature to the supply chain. But if you look behind the scenes, there are many parties involved uh, and uh, uh, there's much of data flow and um, let's say material flow and also cash flow, so to say. <laughs> And on the one hand, fortunately, on the other hand, unfortunately, these processes are normally already a bit scaled and automated. So what are the main topics and steps you need to address uh, if you want to onboard a new customer? Yeah, we're trying to make the onboarding process as easy as possible. That's why we're offering an IT solution. It's a combination of a, um, a cloud platform with plugins uh, connecting to the web shop systems. Um, and we uh, kind of offer the, the entire journey um, the, um, yeah, of reusability. So how um, the box is, um, is added in the checkout um, and um, then as well the transfer to the ERP system. Our boxes and bags carry uh, a barcode. So they're kind of handled like a product themselves. Mm -hmm. um, they're added um, to the packing list um, and um, yeah, are handled with the order. And if they're returned, the barcode is scanned as well like a product. So the deposit system can be handled via this barcode. Um, when it comes to, um, to the use in stock as well, um, we created the boxes and bags so they, ca they can follow the process the cardboard boxes and mailer bags are following now. Um, they um, can be um, transported on um, on the conveyor belts, even open, so uh, they can they can, if necessary, be uh, picked into automatically. Um, mm -hmm. They carry a label sticker, uh, the address sticker, like like most of our customers use. So um, they can be stickered automatically. Um, they can be filled um, automatically, um, and they smoothly run on the conveyor belts. The only um, part uh, we have that is not um, possibly uh, possible to automate is the zipper. We're working with the zipper to close the mm. boxes and bags um, because um, thereby we can avoid, uh, fully avoid um, any duct tape or, or mm. sticker tape that usually lead to um, yeah, kind of uh, remains on the boxes and um, yeah, they make them sticky and they make them look 
yeah, kind of dirty and we want to avoid um, using um, sticker tape therefore um, and as well um, because of the sustainability impact. That's why we have this, uh, the zipper. Um, but usually um, boxes and bags are closed um, manually by the, uh, by the packer in stock. So um, this is not posing a problem and um, yeah, we can include uh, our boxes and bags in a half automated uh, and um, rather low automated uh, stocks uh, very easily. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine that there are a couple of, let's say, players uh, or parties involved. So we already uh, started talking a bit about the, the customer who finally receives the parcel. We have the, let's say, the brand who runs the web shop. Mm -hmm. Do you regularly encounter other parties you have to take care of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, within uh, within the company, within the um, e-commerce uh, retailer, um, we talk uh, to all different kinds of departments. We obviously talk to the logistics department um, uh, if they have uh, own um, own stock centers or if they work with a fulfiller. So we're in contact with fulfillment, with uh, with logistics. We are um, in in contact with the purchasing department. We're in contact with the web shop, uh, the marketing department, uh, sustainability department. So within the company. There's different players, um, and um, and as well a large player for us is um, the parcel um, uh, the uh, the parcel companies. So um, uh, yeah, the ones transporting our um, uh, bags and boxes to the uh, the customers. Um, we work with all major um, uh, parcel service companies. Um, they like our products um, because they're really developed in a way that they run very smoothly on the conveyor belts. They have very mm -hmm. uh, flat um, outer sides. The zipper puller is covered with a flap. So even there is no possibility to getting stuck anywhere. And um, yeah, so we have a very good relationship here and they can easily be transported in any kind of a parcel service. That, that surprises me a bit that you have to take care of the logistics provider. Do you need an approval uh, for them or do they uh, check it? Or? Yeah, partly um, because they need to make sure first um, that um, your packaging is, is safe and as well that it doesn't harm other packages or stop the, the process um, mm -hmm. because um, yeah, it's a, it's a very automated and um, Uh, it's a very automated process and uh, just in Germany, uh, 45 billion of parcels are handled every year. So it's millions of parcels being handled um, every day in single um, sorting centers. So the process needs to run uh, super smoothly. They kind of, um, yeah, go down slides and drop onto each other or um, yes. uh, run in very fast on the conveyor belt. So they, um, it's very important that the surface matches the conveyor belts, that they do not run too fast or that they get stuck if they get stuck mm -hmm. into the rolls of the conveyor belt for example and the and the system stops and then hundred thousands of parcels cannot be handled um, it's a it's a major issue so um, yeah they need to um, be kind of yeah uh, safe for, for transportation and some parcel services have an approval system for this as well okay and then jumping back again to the beginning of the journey you mentioned in the checkout of the web shop, uh, there needs to be an option um, so that the customer can choose uh, if they want to go uh, go for 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 a box. So that's basically one of the main, let's say, features 
the web shop needs to provide. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the yeah the the box checkbox um, and the handling of the deposit system are the main features um, one needs in in the web shop. And then obviously the connection to to the stock to the ERP system. Um, so uh, the right box is uh, is picked for the process. Okay. So charging of the extra delivery fee and potentially the deposit if the box is not returned, this is done via the customer's uh, system. So yes, say, exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. On the one hand, it makes sense, but uh, adds another <laughs> effort. Uh, Absolutely. That's that's why we offer offer um, the support uh, through our IT cloud platform because um, uh, especially the smaller customers do not have their own. Um, uh, maybe on IT uh, um, team sure. um, and the large ones have um, yeah a lot of projects planned so we're trying to kind of make it as easy as possible maybe even uh, with a click um, to to include our systems and um, therefore we're kind of implementing more and more um, plugins to different web shops unfortunately there's a lot of web shops out there <laughs> a lot of web shop systems um, so we we move uh, forward step by step um, and otherwise we can help um, with all kinds of uh, yeah uh, support um, to implement our system yeah okay and then the fulfillment or stock management this is basically on the one hand to monitor the stock levels of the boxes and on the other hand also to make sure that they are integrated into the process can you elaborate a bit more what's necessary here to adapt on customer side mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean uh, the with the, the barcode is uh, similar to all products the um, customers um, uh, have in their stock anyhow so mm -hmm. it's super easy to include the boxes in the in the stock system um, uh, uh, that's why we picked the the barcode um, currently it's a it's a general barcode um, because the customer is um, connected via the address label like it's done today with the one-way cardboard boxes in the future we will move on to um, box specific uh, barcode so every box can be tracked um, individually um, and um, yeah it's it's really uh, along the process that it's that um, normal products go some uh, retailers is, even have um, barcodes on their um, cartons also on their cardboard mm -hmm. boxes already so um, yeah we matched the system to um, yeah to manage the stock and to um, be sure where the boxes are if they're returned or not so uh, for for some there is a they use a standard a barcode standard um, um, which you just also use to be compatible yeah, yeah. exactly okay. so we have the the um, general barcodes as i mentioned but we have customers already using rfid or specialized barcodes just to match their systems and we can help with that mm. easily to to uh, use specific barcodes to uh, with our boxes and what's then the benefit of identifying uh, the single uh, box? In the future, um, we are planning um, to implement a, um, a return pooling system where you can return the boxes in um, in retail, for example, in drugstores, supermarkets, etc. And mm -hmm. then we will need uh, a um, um, 
box specific barcode to identify the customer because in, in the supermarket or in the drugstore usually would not use the address label um, mm -hmm. but uh, work with a barcode so um, that's one of the reasons the other reason is really to have a more detailed um, co2 tracking mm -hmm. um, each uh, customer could then know with this box i saved already uh, so and so much of uh, CO2 emissions because the customer will know th which uh, how many cycles the um, mm -hmm. box has made already. Ah, yeah, cool. Do you also check the condition of the boxes? Yes. You mentioned 50 times is the, let's say, uh, the goal uh, or the average, but some probably get a bit dirty earlier <laughs> and some uh, will probably last longer. How, how do you yeah. inspect that? Yeah, so they, they don't really get dirty. Um, that's mm -hmm. the advantage of the material we're using. And if Good. they do, um, they can cleaned, uh, They can be cleaned easily because it's a very uh, smooth uh, um, um, surface. Um, I want to have so that at home uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Weekends with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> very good. I can send you one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there's uh, the cleaning can be done in in stock if if they're dirty um, mm -hmm. and um, when it comes to to the robustness it's really um, the material is super robust and the plates that we use on the inside are super robust as well they hold a lot of pressure from top they can fall on the edges and they will not break or bend um, and the zipper is uh, moved a bit um, upwards so it um, doesn't come in touch with the con conveyor belt and we never ever had any problems with the zipper so what happened first is really rubbing off on the on the bottom because this mm. is the part um, that is uh, used the most it can um, be be fixed um, uh, as well with with sticker tape for example but if our customers say hey this box cannot be used anymore we we exchange it um, because we offer a rental system but mm -hmm. in general we believe the boxes can last uh, even more than 50 times they will just look more used but since it's a packaging mm -hmm. that is trying to help uh, being sustainable and avoid uh, waste and CO2 emissions, we have the experience that the customers are really willing to handle a box that maybe has some, some scratches. Um, after end of life, we take them back and um, recycle them. Mm -hmm. And I think the most common reason why boxes um, go out of service is rather that um, customers keep them at mm -hmm. home because they like them. <laughs> and that's why the deposit system is super important um, because this is the major risk working without a deposit system usually leads um, to the situation that the system does not get sustainable because uh, many customers keep the boxes and then it's it's a different kind of reuse. Um, but um, we're trying to yeah avoid uh, the production of more um, cardboard and therefore the yeah. boxes should uh, remain in in the circle okay yeah you do an inspection every time a box comes back and check if it can be used again Whatever. Um, the boxes the boxes and bags do not come back to us in the yeah. uh, standard process we have closed loops uh, between our um, customers um, mm. and their customers um, mm. because if the um, boxes mm -hmm. and bags come to us it's extra um, it's an extra logistics uh, yeah, way true. so more co2 is emitted and um, 
and more costs arise uh, and it's way faster if the boxes remain with uh, e-commerce retailers and therefore they need less boxes, less costs, uh, less emissions. So it's the more um, yeah, financially and ecologically it makes uh, highly sense. Um, we work in this uh, concept, but if customers say they have not the possibility to do the cleaning and checking in their stock, mm -hmm. um, we can offer uh, we can offer a service um, where we we take over uh, um, yeah the service for them. Mm -hmm. And thinking ahead, if I run such a system uh, after a couple of weeks of after launch, I will start getting boxes back, or ideally after a couple of days. Uh, I will also get new orders. Uh, ideally, customer acceptance uh, goes up. So more and more people choose this packaging in the checkout. Do you already have a, a data or indication how long it takes for a provider to get, let's say, reliable prediction how many new boxes they, they would need on a weekly basis from you? Uh, and also considering the, the return flow. Yeah, the, we kind of deliver uh, an amount of boxes and bags to our customers and then they keep working with the same bags oh, and okay. boxes. So we do not send them new boxes and bags every week, okay. but they keep their boxes in the circle. Um, obviously, if they need more boxes than they expected, we can deliver more. Um, but we have like a calculation tool um, to kind of uh, yeah, uh, find out how many boxes and bags um, will be needed. Um, usually we have a trial phase, um, so the customers can adjust after the trial phase the amount of boxes and bags they have in their, in their service. Um, Yeah, when they uh, found out how, how many boxes and bags are actually needed in, in real life. Okay, yeah. And you probably have uh, indications from uh, existing customers. What's the share exactly. of, um, yeah, of customers choosing that yes. solution in the checkout? So sounds already well thought through. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Coming back to the um, uh, to the end customer, you already stressed multiple times that it's really important uh, to have this deposit to to get it back. How do you inform the customer uh, what he or she has to do and give uh, the customers a good experience? Um, first, they're um, informed in the in the process where they. Um, um, decide on the box mm -hmm. and they find a lot of information on our website um, there's also in the boxes uh, a QR code linking to our website and directly connecting a page uh, with information on return on sustainability etc um, so the customers know what to do and the boxes are uh, super intuitive in handling so um, yeah this is uh, it's really easy for for the customers to send them back to fold them there's a, a return uh, sticker in the box um, they can apply to the box so um, it should be really really easy to understand and to get information on the further process And this is probably, again, something where we all or many of us have good experience in day-to-day -day life, how this process Absolutely. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and um, can you give indica an indication for which customer segments that makes sense? Who is more inclined to choose something like that? And uh, because that helps probably also shop owners to decide, is this something... Uh, I should consider or, or not? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, um, absolutely. So um, our main um, target group is fashion and food industry. Um, and um, we work with B2B and B2C. Um, currently, we have a lot of uh, B2B customers as well. Um, the reason is um, that our system favors um, e-commerce retailers or web shops with high return rates currently. Mm -hmm. This is because um, the return cost of the empty parcels um, is the main cost driver. Our rental fee, we rent out our boxes and bags, is even is kind of similar to buying a new cardboard box or even cheaper because the cardboard prices uh, rose very uh, extremely over the last year. So there's no extra cost for, for our customers, the um, e-commerce retailers. But if they have a high um, um, part of empty returns, um, they have to pay the return of these uh, parcels and it, this makes our service um, more expensive than for customers that have no empty return rates. For example, um, when it comes to rental uh, systems like clothing rental or, or electronics rental where um, there's a closed loop um, in, in sending and returning, no extra cost arise and it may be even a um, cost advantage. In fashion industry, the returns are rather high. They're um, 50% uh, um, on average. So these uh, systems uh, work very well for us um, because not uh, the, the extra costs are not so high. Um, and rental cases, as I mentioned, and food is a, a special segment because um, there you have, uh, especially in the cooling area, um, you have very, very high um, cost for packaging, uh, for, the, for the carton, for the isolation, and for the cooling and if all these three parts can be made reusable mm -hmm. then there's a very large um, uh, cost saving and as well for the customers is this is a major issue that so much waste arises from ordering food and it's uh, especially in this area um, mm -hmm. customers are inclined to to pick this this choice so we get many requests from this um, yeah, from this area of, of retail. Currently, fashion is the largest uh, um, area, um, but food section is uh, growing really quickly. And we have all kinds of uh, closed loop systems, um, for example, in medtech, um, uh, in dental uh, um, services, for example, uh, we have customers where um, yeah, uh, dental uh, work is sent between uh, um, uh, yeah, the, the dental mechanic uh, um, and the dentist, for example, um, these kind of closed loops um, we, can, we can serve. Since we have box and bags in, in uh, seven different sizes, we can yeah, address all kinds of different uh, um, uh, yeah, use cases from really small to really big uh, with our boxes. Okay. Yeah, sounds uh, pretty reasonable, especially with the uh, return share. Yeah, that, that obviously makes sense. For the cooling, do I understand correctly that this is then something also a feature you want to have in the uh, future or are the current boxes already equipped with the, the, uh, the cooling? Um, our, our boxes and bags are um, uh, kind of... Uh, similar to to the one-way cardboard so they have no isolation so okay. far yeah. but we're working with sustainable isolation partners we're working on yeah. a large partnership that we will be announcing soon um, to um, yeah offer a solution a joint solution of um, isolation and um, boxes um, 
to our customers. Uh, so we're pl not planning on doing our own isolation uh, system. There's many really good uh, partners in the market we can uh, work together with, but we want to offer a solution that really fits together perfectly and can be ordered um, yeah, easily together and um, yeah, help avoid again waste emissions and save cost. Mm -hmm. Cool. That um, already sounds like quite some traction for the first year uh, being live. <laughs> again, at least to me, like the whole supply chain topic sometimes terms turns out to be more complex than initially thought. What are Absolutely. The, yeah, <laughs> what are one of the, the main learnings from your side where thought, <laughs> I, I would never have thought that before? <laughs> Yeah, I think the good thing about being a first-time founder is really that you don't oversee all the issues coming <laughs> yeah. up. Maybe then I wouldn't have dared to to, to found a circle, but I'm super happy I did. Yeah. And we're taking all the challenges step by step. Um, so yeah, the supply chain is definitely um, the bottleneck or the, the, the major challenge. Um, I think we have really good um, packaging products in the markets. Our customers, um, as well, the e-commerce retailer and the final customers love our products but then when it comes to the implementation the questions arise right and it's mm -hmm. especially as i mentioned the return pricing that is uh, very difficult um, uh, for us um, and um, as well we have challenges in implementing our boxes and bags into um, existing stock systems in existing mm -hmm. stock processes and as well in the um, webshop solutions we have everything um, uh, in yeah, working on uh, uh, improving all of our offers and systems so we can smoothly enter the existing um, processes. Um, but the major turn point will be um, yeah, uh, the return system if we can um, yeah, maybe find solutions uh, with uh, um, parcel services to offer reduced cost, like for mm. example, La Poste in, in, in France is al already offering um, to, to, to make that happen in, in Germany or in uh, multiple states um, all over Europe um, and working together with other startups in the reusable packaging um, uh, sector to together um, establish some kind of um, return system because this will be the turn point really to lift uh, the system to a larger scale and to lift it to the mass market and really mm -hmm. to make it a standard in e-commerce. And this is what we want, right? We want to create a major impact. We want to um, avoid as much uh, waste as we can. And therefore, we need the mass market. And therefore, we need a um, reduced uh, return fees. Um, what is uh, really interesting uh, in the last days, there was a um, yeah, the, the packaging, there's a um, new packaging law by the EU Commission that will mm -hmm. be passed at the, at the end of the month. It yeah. leaked a couple of days ago yeah, and now the that. packaging industry is in limbo because um, uh, yeah, the EU Commission is suggesting a reusable um, quota mm -hmm. um, of 20%. I think it's a great step into the right direction. I know the uh, cardboard industry has a completely different uh, point of view on it, but I think uh, really we need um, to move away from, from one-way use in all kinds of sectors, in all kinds of packaging, and this includes uh, e-commerce. And I think this is a great step into the right direction to make it possible to offer reusable packaging on a large scale. 
Doris, that sounds wonderful. Uh, I'm already excited uh, when I will be surprised by finding Hey Circle in the checkout <laughs> process of an online shop and will definitely uh, reach out immediately um, after finishing the checkout, of course. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks a lot for sharing these insights. Thank you very much for having me and for for your nice uh, words. Yeah, um, you can take a look on our website uh, where we have a choice of customers already using HeyCircle. And um, yeah, I hope there's many more to come uh, within the next uh, month. Um, and um, yeah, looking forward to hearing from you when you unpack the first HeyCircle uh, delivery. <laughs> yeah, will do. Yeah. This episode was about the implications of a reusable packaging scheme with Doris, the founder of HeyCircle. In the next episode, we will learn more about a legal entity that ensures that planet dominates profit. Until then, please don't forget, the most abundant renewable resource is your imagination. My name is Patrick Hübscher and this is Circularity FM, the podcast about understanding, building and managing circular business models.